When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So tonight we're going to talk about the Princess of Wales, Princess Diana. We're going to talk about her and what she can teach us about our current diplomacy and hopefully our future diplomacy. Now, for the younger people, you may not understand, she was a phenomenon. She was something else. And we're not just talking about the normal poison grace that goes along with being a royal and all that nonsense. She was a trendsetter in a lot of ways, and I'm not talking about fashion. Um, I think that we owe the trend of celebrities showing up in the developing world, trying to help, and it being publicized to her. I think that every image of Angelina Jolie or Kristen Davis wearing Kevlar is because of her. And this could just be my perception of it. But to me, it seemed like it started with her. See, she had walked through social minefields. She had navigated the minefields of the British tabloids. But in 1997, in January... In Angola, she walked through a literal minefield and drew attention to it. A lot of very powerful imagery came out of it. And there she is, wearing body armor. You know, it was kind of shocking to the world. And today, in 1997, on this date, she put out a call to end the use of landmines. 160 countries answered that call and signed on, eventually signed on to the treaty. I think it was successful because she humanized those that were impacted by it. And for those that don't understand why it's a big deal, landmines are horrible. The way it works, you put out a bunch of them, put out 20 in a field, they're denial of area. You don't want your opposition coming that way. So you put out a bunch, but only one or two goes off. And once they do, the opposition turns around. They find another way to go. What's that mean? 18 or 19 of them are still there. Eventually, whatever the dust-up is, comes to a close. Five years later, some kid is playing soccer, and he finds it. And he never plays soccer again. She talked to those people, those that were directly impacted by it. She humanized them, brought them into the discussion. And that's why her call was successful. That's why she succeeded. Um... 
And when I was thinking about this today, it kind of stream of consciousness, I started thinking about something else I've been trying to think of, a good term for this administration's foreign policy. You know, a lot of administrations have cool names for their foreign policy. You know, Teddy Roosevelt had gunboat diplomacy. The Trump administration has landmine diplomacy because it works the same way. They're putting it out there. It's covered up. And unless you're really paying attention, you don't see it. You don't see what's going to happen unless you're really looking for it. See, what's going to happen is in a few years, some other administration is going to come along and they're going to step on it. I think that's probably the most accurate term for this administration's foreign policy. Because it's, and it's global, they're putting out these landmines everywhere. <laughs> and the only solution is for the next administration to be like Princess Diana and go to all of the people, by people I mean countries, that were impacted by this administration's foreign policy and humanize them and bring them into the discussion. And when I'm talking about this, I'm not just talking about the ones that we think of immediately. Yeah, sure, Iran, Iraq, Syria, Ukraine. Those are the ones that we can name easily. But remember the beginning of the administration. Every country, pretty much, south of our border, impacted by landmine diplomacy. Any nation that hosts a military base. Any nation where we are trying to develop indigenous partners. They're all going to have to be reached. They're all going to have to be brought into the discussion. Because they've all had landmines buried around them. The decisions that this administration is making on the world stage a lot of them, they won't be around to deal with the mess. It's going to be some other administration. And I hope that they have the courage to walk through that land, that minefield. But the sad thing about it, the sad thing about this analogy, 160 countries answered that call, got rid of landmines. The U.S. wasn't one of them. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.